Why you eating like that? Cause I'm healthy like that. Why you eating like that? Cause I'm healthy like that. Why you eating like that? Cause I'm healthy like that. Uh, this goes out to all my vegans. Welcome to Finally Podcasting with your host, Blaze Davis. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm well. Um, It's kind of like an impromptu episode to me, but it's not because I planned it. So <laughs> what are you talking about? I feel good, man. How you guys feeling? Um, I'm just happy. No, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I never cared for the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I'm looking over this past week. Um and conversations and things that's going on such as what's going on with Jesse Smollett uh the whole thing with the 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 weather in Chicago it being like below average temperatures same thing in New York which is funny because I was out Wednesday and it was like three degrees outside and I'm so bundled up I didn't even notice it was three degrees outside I was like I know it's cold but I don't feel it, you know? And you'll probably be like, Blaze, the hell you was doing outside when it's three degrees? Because of my job. <laughs> because, and, and it's no, I didn't work outside. I had to travel outside in the cold in order to make sure everything was gully with what it, what it is that I do at my job. You know what I'm saying? So I had to make sure everything was cleared. Everything was like, you know, look good. Everything was nice, you know? So that's what happened, but I didn't even notice it was like three degrees outside. And I'm like, wow, it's cold as a mug out here. Now, imagine if it was like negative 10 degrees, I would have been called out of work. I could have called out of work that night, but I have no idea. Like, I was just like, let me just get it over and done with. Cause my job just be on some like whatever nonsense. Um, Just real quick, what's going on with Jesse Smollett about the story with that? Um, you know, I don't know if the guy is lying. I think it's one of those remarkable things. And ironically, a lot of these things is happening Black History Month. Um, you know, about the whole thing about him and his story seems weird. And, you know, you have a lot of people that went online to talk ish about black men, specifically straight black men. And shout out, shout out to my brother Quan for holding that dope ass event. Sunday, the men's healing circle. Um, you know, we we need therapy, man. Us as men, you know what I'm saying? Us as as brothers, like we we need we need time to reflect. We need time to do what we have to do, you know what I'm saying? But um shout out to my homie Quan and to all my podcast podcast listeners. I really appreciate it. Um but ultimately my whole thing about I'm a hold off on this Jesse Smollett topic because I got something special for you guys and I'll announce it at the end of the episode. So I have something special for you guys that I want to do for the whole month of February because I love you guys. And so I want to really express my love with a lot of different topics, a lot of creative solutions, things that I might be frustrated about in the, the black community, um, in which I'm also going to say directly that we need to start privatizing black conversations in 2019. But again, that is something I'm going to hold off on until later this episode, and I'll leave it alone. So 
<laughs> to get it started, I'm going to be talking about diet. And this episode is going to be dedicated to people that might be vegan, not be vegan, who are vegan, who want to understand the whole concept of eating healthier. Yeah. So I'm on this whole trip of eating cleaner. I've been on my spiritual journey for two years now. No, for a year and change. By the time I turn 20, blah, 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 it'd be two years. Okay. With eating food, a lot of people have to make an understanding that whatever you put into your body goes into your bloodstream. Whatever goes into your bloodstream impacts your mental. So with eating food, it is very important, of course, to get to nutrients. And it's more than just satisfying your hunger. Now, you have a lot of people out there that do fast. You have a lot of people out there that do um, that eat a little bit less in order to do things. I go on a diet. They go on these like strategic food plans, meditate from food, and all these different things. Food impacts your body a lot. Let's let's make that totally clear. Impacts your body a lot. I'm going to share with you my history on why I decided to eat cleaner or why today you would qualify me for being a vegan if that's <laughs> in the context of everything. Yes, I am aware that when it comes to food in America, America likes to do a shithole job of not telling people what is it that they put in their food. And that if it is true, which it probably is, that our food is being banned in 30 countries because of the ingredients being so toxic. It's true. It's true. I I never lie about these things. It's true. So with that being said, whatever you're putting into your body does have an impact on you, you know, and specifically when you live in a black community, we've been conditioned into the mindset that um, diabetes and all these diseases is hereditary. It's not. It's the way it's the fact of the fact it's the fact of the matter that your family has been so conditioned to eating the same thing over and over that's high in cholesterol and is high in all these disgusting ingredients and high tolerant stuff that it's just the same thing that happens over and over. Having diabetes, high blood pressure, all this other stuff. And I don't, when I'm around people, I don't tell, and furthermore, I'm not the best at it. I'm not, I tell people all the time, I'm, I'm modest about how I eat. I, I find myself eating a lot of vegan junk food and eating chips and all this other stuff because I'm trying to work my way around of like trying to get out of this job because I think my lifestyle is unhealthy because I work overnight. So my whole day is my night. So in the night, I'm more prone to doing whatever it is that I'm doing because I work during the night. So it's a switch. I'm trying to get back to the daytime thing because that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm used to. You know what I'm saying? It just I don't like the fact that I don't do anything during the day, but at the night I'm fully alive, you know? So with that being said, I told y'all in one episode about how to use vaccine on kids, about they want you to get vaccines and about how these vaccines does a lot of damage to goods. Vaccines is also responsible for giving kids autism and giving them all these like problems and diseases because of what they're being indoctrinated in their body. You have a lot of large intake of aluminum. You can look it up. A large intake of aluminum and a lot of these medicines and a lot of these different things. So I ask you guys. To have an understanding. But screw it. I'm going to get into me, right? My journey. You already know I grew up in a black community. I realized as a... I never really realized that as a kid. But I was just like... I used to be so prone into so many different things as a kid. Because I'm just like... 
oh, this tastes good, this tastes good. I think about when I first attended Catholic school, and I think about, like, man, I was like 98, 1998, 99. It's crazy that I know the years. But um, I used to think about the whole, like, like it always never occurred to me. Like, it was second nature to me because I didn't have an understanding as a child. I never really thought about it. But I was just like, yeah, I ever thought about the milk that we used to drink as kids that used to be in a carton? It used to be a paper carton. And they had the milk carton. They had the same carton that used to come with the juice. So they used to have the orange juice, the grape juice. And it was like that unicorn effect because mainly you would have the milk. You would have the chocolate milk and the white milk. But like sometimes on a special day, they would have the orange juice and then they would have the grape juice, right? And then y'all remember how they used to have the little cup and you used to have like the, the um, not the aluminum top. It used to have like the top that you could peel off. It's like a metal looking thing. It's like silver. And that used to be apple juice. Now, dawning back on my experiences as a child, I remember, what is it? I remember drinking the milk and I used to taste bleach in it. Bleach. And I was brainwashed as a child to think that if you drink milk, you're going to grow strong bones. You're going to be strong. You're going to be tall and all this other stuff as a child. Also, the fact of the matter, I had a thing for Starbucks as a kid, as an adolescent. But then I used to think coffee is going to stunt my growth. So I'd be so subconscious about, oh, yeah, but if I drink milk, it's going to be all good. And now is around the time that I was insecure about being a shorty and being short. I'm also going to talk about the whole heightism thing and then episode later this season because we're halfway through the season of finally podcasting and I really have some topics I have to do before I end this first season so I used to be very subconscious about my height I'd be like oh my god like I don't I want to be six foot da 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 you know what I'm saying and I used to blame the idea that I used to drink a lot of caffeinated coffee like drinks but then I think about the milk and I'm like yo it had bleach in it you ever wondered that as a child you drink milk and it has like, even if you guys still drink now, I think you guys should really do a confirmed taste test of how milk tastes because it has some type of weird taste to it that I cannot describe, but it, it tastes like it has some type of bleach that has been regulated. So my childhood, I'm just like subconsciously now dawning on it. I'm like, yo, that milk always did taste weird to me later on in my life. I had a health condition when I was a teenager. And with that being said, there's there's something I'm not going to speak on, but it did cause me to go to the doctor. And when I did go to the doctor, every single time these health conditions would come up, oftentimes the doctor would tell me, it's just a normal phase of your life as a teenager. I don't trust doctors. <laughs> yes. I have my health insurance now and everything is cool, but I don't trust doctors. They're full of shit. And I'll tell you why they're full of shit. I've told you guys in the episode that the FDA and, and the food food um, industry are best friends. You get sick off of food, they make money. They do. They make money. Every single time you get sick and this, that, and third, they make money. As a teenager hearing that, and as serious as those conditions used to be, and I would not understand why my body is going through the, the things that it's going through, and for you to sit here and tell me that this is just a part of life and this is what teenagers go through. I asked my friends if they ever dealt with something like this, and they would sit here and say, like, no. And I know they wouldn't go through the same thing that I went through. So, what? What? What in the hell are you sitting here telling me that I should believe you for one quick second and sit here and say that's just something normal? There's nothing normal about that. There's nothing normal about that. So I know you're full of shit and you're lying. That was my teenage years.
What I started to understand is a lot of food that I was putting inside of me, a lot of stuff that I was taking, you know, it just didn't feel right. You know, um, sugar, like the idea of sugar <coughs> and the factor of like having certain things. I look at sugar and a lot of people just be like, oh, you should get brown sugar. It took me a long time to get where I am now. I'm just trying to let you guys know that. It took me a long time because things just didn't feel right. My first shot at starting to eat cleaner was back in 2005 because of McDonald's. I was even up on smoothies and all that back then. I wasn't. E I didn't even really like having fruit back then. But of course, because a lot of these documentary documentaries and the rest of them drops jewels. You start to realize, yo, a lot of these corporations be full of shit. McDonald's in 2005, I changed my life off for that because of the documentary um, Super Size Me. And the dude that went for 30 days eating strictly McDonald's, he threw up like the fourth day and he got fat and all this other stuff. And he had to engage on his challenge. I used to have the McGriddles. The pancakes, the eggs, the sausage, this, that, and the third. I started realizing this food is no good for me. My digestion system is really not taking this food well. And I'm like, this is not good. Then the drinks. I used to be a sucker for the sweet teas. And I'm going to break down to you the controversial effects of the food. But just to talk my experience real quick. Like, I started having headaches, migraines, well, not migraines, headaches, you know, digestions. It would take me a long time to digest my food. And I'd be like, yo, oh, this is just a part of, like, the digestion thing. This is what your, 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 your um, thing does. You just poop it out and that's it. Nah, son. Like, your body is talking to you because of the foods that you eat. And when I started engaging on, A, my spiritual journey... And B, my diet plan, it wasn't easy. It's still not easy being a so-called vegan, you know. Um, and the thing with that being said is Whole Foods is full of shit, too. And the thing about it is just because you hear that they have organic this and they have organic that doesn't mean that it's necessarily organic. They try to send words at you that I'm guilty of seeing it and still utilizing their products because they know how to market. They know how to just make it sound good. Words mean a lot. Words cast spells. Words have detrimental meanings or good meanings depending on how you switch it. I'm going to break down the science real quick. But as terms as my life, I started to realize things don't make sense. The cheese, me getting phlegm in my throat, me... um. Dealing with all these different things when I ate food. And I'm like, that doesn't feel right. It doesn't. And I started peeping game. Because a lot of people in my family dealt with, the, dealt with worse conditions. And I'm like, this is crazy. And with drinks, of course. You know, I, 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 I have a sweet tooth all the time. I always like to drink, like, juice. But I realize, and I still kind of do... But I try to find stuff that has less ingredients and is verified that it has something healthy more than it does. And more or less, my guilty pleasure is ginger juice and agave. Agave is my sugar. But um, let me get into the breakdown. But that's me so far. So I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. So yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to play, <coughs> everybody loves the sunshine real quick, and let me tell you why, okay? Our ancestors, right, or our people, and we had the European forces that basically changed the diets to be detrimental, not good for us, and, you know, all that, this, that, and the third. But our ancestors, whether indigenous from the land, from other places, the Moors, or freak it, just anybody in general, 
We had a confirmed diet. Our main source of meat came from fish. Okay? That's why you can find in a lot of cultures that's not developed countries, such as um, here in America, UK, and the rest of them, the ones that's um, living in like, you know, like North Sentinel Indians, like they primary source of meat is fish. They don't eat anything else. Or, yeah, they do, but they, you know, they eat like herbs and this, that, and the third. Let me explain something to you. America is a big bag of shit that sit here and tries to convince you that they care enough about your health to fix the food supply. And on this episode, you have to have an open mind, man. It's, it's all about having an open mind, okay? And my experience, I learned it, and I'm just like, yo, this, this stuff is really not good. So let me take you into the mind of a vegan. There's apparently a difference between vegans and vegetarians. So with a vegetarian, the thing about it with vegetarians is that they don't eat meat, but they still eat products that's like... They still eat eggs, cheese. I think some of them still has milk or something like that. Or the, as long as it's not directly meat, that's what they eat. I used to have that type of form back in 2016, 2017. So I understand the whole thing. My whole thing about it is it, it's phases, right? You you start going into phases. So you start off here and then you go on to the next phase and you go on to the next phase. With vegans, that I'm the so-called, right? We don't eat meat. We don't eat dairy products. We don't do none of that. We eat straight, like, you know, you have people that's plant-based and you have people that aren't plant-based. I technically wouldn't consider myself plant-based. I fuck up a lot. Um... I still eat things that's probably not the best, but I know I don't eat meat. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, that's the whole synopsis of what it's like to be vegan or vegetarian. And also the fact of, like, you just have people who straight up eat meat. I'm not saying you can't be healthy and eat meat. But what I'm saying is, is that This society in general regulates the food, puts chemicals in things, even inside of fruits, vegetables, and other things. My biggest blunder is, is that when I go to the supermarket to buy stuff, which I should start learning how to just make things on my own anyway, they put soy, milk, and all this other stuff in their ingredients and then sit here and say that it's vegan. How is it vegan? You put milk in in the thing that I bought. How is that vegan? Okay. And again, I in this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down the science. I think I should do it now. Fuck it, it's on my mind. So, what aggravates me is I go to the supermarket, or because I go to Trader Joe's, or I go to um Whole Foods. First of all, it costs a lot of money, and let me stress to you. That it costs a lot of money to 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 um live this type of lifestyle. It's not a game. You understand what I'm saying? It is not a game. You could be bamboozled by so many products. Yeah, this is great, this is great. But our ancestors, right? I'm getting off topic, but I'm getting off topic to to show you that life was more simpler. <coughs> When we was living before this advanced technology and all these machines was prone upon making this food. It is very possible things that you eat is made from a machine. Yes, it's true. Um, The factor is, is that uh, the ancestors, the people that was on this land or people that was around the world, you wasn't dependent on cheese. You wasn't dependent on milk. You wasn't dependent on all that other stuff. I think soy is man-made. If I, in my honest opinion, I think soy is man-made. But um, 
And of course, that whole thing with tofu and all this other stuff. Um, that the ancestors, the people that came before and it was indigenous to this land or all around the world, they grew up on plants. They had a plant-consistent diet. And the thing about it is, what that is, is that um, mainly they had rice, beans. They was able to grow the food and grow all these vegetables, fruits, and yada, yada, yada in order to in order to have a sustainable living. And like I said before, they depended on fishing to, to, to um, have the main source of meat. You understand what I'm saying? Fish was the main source of meat. And if obviously you guys read the Bible, and the Bible it says that fish is in the Bible as a form of meat. But no other animal is, is, is praised enough to be a, an out, outwardly source of food. Of course, they say something like the pig is also, well, it's not in the Bible, but a pig is the most disgusting animal. And that's where pork comes from, right? A pig is the most disgusting animal, and that's what pork comes from. It's really rough with seafood. And all this other stuff because it wasn't mentioned in the Bible or it wasn't mentioned in general. And the thing about it I try to tell people is that how we used to eat, we wasn't dependent on animals of eating. And it's not until, I don't want to say the Native Americans, but the thing about it is the animals followed us into the new and new places and new worlds. They did. And with the animals, they ate on plants. They ate on different things like that. It was just like with cows. What do cows primarily eat? Cows eat grass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the thing about that is, is that what I'm trying to say is, is that the ancestors already had a good game plan. Their whole entire history, they've we traveled nomad around the world. We went to different places, we went to different environments and this, that, and the third. But the diet was always clear. So Everybody is human at the end of the day, quote unquote, but our bodies is not the same. The intake on certain foods, you're not going to have the same type of reaction to it because you're not from that world. I could not eat what, let's say, someone in Ireland could eat or Afghanistan or in certain countries in Africa could eat. My body's not built like that. You understand? You really do have people out there that eat people and eat animals kill them alive eat them right there but the ancestors only came into eating animals as a way of survival and then because animals are smart they started taking on that whole entire thinking and then that's when they started becoming carnivores and started eating other animals and started doing it for sport and on some competition thing that's why humans are so profound animals follow after you they do. They follow after you. So they started picking on our habits and started doing it as a means of survival. Lions did it. That's why lions are such beasts now. You know what I'm saying? But the biggest of animals actually really be eating plants. I think rhinos do. Um, gorillas do. All this other stuff, man. And like I said... Animals are very smart, and I feel guilty, and let me tell y'all, I feel guilty, but not so much guilty because it's hard because I'm trying to figure out the mind of how dogs work because I have a dog. So my dog, I give my dog meat to eat, but I don't eat meat. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't eat chicken, but I give my dog chicken, and I'm just trying to learn how my dog's taste buds is, right? Because it's not easy. You have to learn how your dog functions. My dog doesn't like eating certain dry foods. So I'm like, yo, I just spent $10, $20 on this. Are you kidding me? And my dog won't eat it. But I'm learning, 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 learning about myself, the people around me, pets, animals, and this, that, and the third. Because it's profound how the most high has things set up for animals. I also think this is a good topic that I should share later this season about the mindset and the spirituality things set to things, especially with animals. So profound, especially about how like this summer 
I had this weird connection with this owl that I randomly saw in Harlem. And I'm like, what the? Why is there an owl there? But the owl looks sick. So that's just another topic for another day. But I'm trying to tell you guys, yeah, like when it comes to food, ancestors was built different. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <clears throat> okay, I, I really forgot what I was going to name this topic, but I think I got it. So, okay, you might ask yourself, so Blaze, like, when I put stuff in my body, like, what do you mean? Like, what's the profound effect about food and why should I make better food choices, right? Okay. I told you again, the FDA and the food industry are best friends. You get sick, they make money. Practically, a lot of what you eat is the cause of a lot of conditions that you have, including myself. Right. Because I still have certain conditions that I have on this journey of eating food and trying to get healthier. Right. Speaking about this, and I feel a little hungry. So I'm like, ah, good timing because I might make some food soon. All right. So. Just word to the wise. You may talk about the GMO or organic. To me, it's just another way of saying Pepsi or Coca-Cola. Same thing. Well, it's not the same thing, but there's probably some pesticides that they put in organic stuff and pesticides that they put in non-organic um, things or they put in GMO. So the breakdown of GMO is gen genetically modified. I forgot what the O stands for, but um, Again, it, 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 it's, I don't believe half of the stuff that America says about food. The thing about it is, is that the food that you have in your body alters your, can alter your body, can alter your behavior, and can alter how the way you perceive things, your mentality. A lot of people don't think about that. Unfortunately, learning the lessons in the hood I started learning about certain things that was going on because of the food choices that we have and because you have all these damn vultures that lives in the that don't even live in the neighborhood. They just set up shop here and that they put all these like nasty corporations of food for us to feed on. And then that's what we have to eat. And let me explain something about that. It's a reason to it. Now, the thing about it is, is that you ever start like, like with women, it's actually worse for y'all because a lot of what I eat from these like chicken spots and these like KFCs and pizzas and this, that, and the third, you might start having a menstrual cycle really early on in your life at 10 or 11. Your body um, can be abnormally fixated if that's even, if y'all understand what I'm saying, like abnormally, like abnormally on a path where it's, it's doing things a lot younger than it should because of the foods that you are eating. And the fact of the matter is we've been fed crap since we was born. The fact of the matter that we have baby formula and Similac should already then tell you that that was bad food. That's what we fed as babies, Similac and baby formula. That's no good. I've seen mothers feed their baby or feed their infant soda in a in a in a baby bottle bro soda in a baby bottle i know i have this constant thing that i repeat what i said but i'm just stressing to you the 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 craziness i've saw people actually feed their children okay so with women like i said before it's very possible that on your hormones that at an early age, you may be able to get a menstrual cycle early, right? Because of the food that you eat. You also can start growing breast at very young than you should and start puberty early than you should because of the food that you eat. Also, if drop jewels because of the, eat, the foods that you eat, depending on the food that you eat, that's why you might have a heavy menstrual cycle. Because of the food that you eat. And my, you might ask yourself, like, why am I bleeding so bad? Well, not why are you bleeding so bad, but why do I have such a heavy flow when it comes to my menstrual cycle? That is 
might be a reason why. You understand what I'm saying? With men, you have to be very careful because the food that we eat has the hormonal changes too. It's very possible that you... It's a hard thing because, yes, you could start developing facial hair very early and all these different things, right? The target goal of men, though, and this is the reason I don't allow soy consumption. I'm very strict on soy because the fact of the matter is, is that the plan is, is to emasculate men. It's the hardcore truth of that they emasculate men by way of food. And the thing about it in the hood is we're being sold poison. When y'all keep going to these Chinese restaurants in the hood, they don't even eat their own food. Okay? The, the stuff that they cook you and you keep buying, they don't eat that food because they know it's poisonous and they don't care. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? The, the thing about it is somebody dropped jewels on me back in 2013 when I was working at my first retail job. And a shorty was like, yo, when I go to the Chinese store, they chicken don't taste like chicken. And I laughed because I was just like, hey, you fooling. You know what I'm saying? Um, nah, like, yo, I know what chicken tastes like. Chicken doesn't taste like that chicken at the restaurant. That that don't taste like chicken. And I'm like, yo, that's interesting. Took me about three, four years later. No, three years later to be like, no, probably even before that. Probably, what, 2016 I probably stopped? 2015, 2016 I stopped eating Chinese food. And I started to realize, I'm like, so if they're not using chicken, what are they using? This is something you guys need to think about. Um, but off of that rip, the, 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 that's what happens with food. That it does alter your behavior and this, that, and that. It doesn't change your DNA or anything, but it does alter a lot of the things that go on inside of your body. And if, plus, if you have a big sugar intake... The fact of the matter is you're prone to getting tired more. And depending on how your diet is, you might not be able to do certain things because you're putting all these unhealthy things inside of your body. And why breakfast is so hazardous, and I'm a victim of this too, because we already have sugar intake in the morning. And we shouldn't. So with that being said, I do look at different things. And currently, and growing up as a child, I never understood 10 or 11 years old why classmates, female classmates of mine started having breasts that early as a child. You understand? So when I talk about these things, I'm just making you aware. And with soy consumption, it's obviously, again, it's about the idea of emasculating men. And the thing about it is, is that they do alter opinions and poison, poison in foods. And I'm not trying to come again. I know I always go on this tangent about the LGBTQ community, this, that, and the third. But truth be told is that a lot of these chemicals that's put in the food, it does alter the opinion and alter the, the behavior of men and women for them to possibly like the same sex. It's possible. I'm not saying it is true. And the thing about it is merely, that's why I don't buy that whole shit about you changing genders and then this, that, and the third. It's all about chemicals. That's the reason why you need chemicals to, as a woman, and you want to become a man, that you start growing hair and you start having more of a masculine value and you start your voice starts getting deeper and this, that, and the third. That's why, as a man, when you want to become a woman, you start taking all these estrogen pills and this, that, and the third, and you start trying to feminize your voice and start to grow titties. Food alone can make men grow titties. You didn't even realize that. That's true. That's true. You understand? What I'm saying is with these foods out here, also the fact of the matter that pills that we take, you got to be very careful on pills too. Because pills can also have a hole in your silver, uh, wow, silver lining. You can have a hole in your stomach lining. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't really get the job done. It just captivates the pain and then that's it. Be very careful on pills. I'm not saying you can't have pills, but you have to think twice about what pills did you take, especially like stuff like Tylenol, Motrin, because I'm looking at the Motrin in my moon room and I'm like, I need to throw that away. Um, that's another thing. Got to be careful with pills. And ultimately what I'm saying is food will make you do that. Juice, uh, beverage and food will make you do that. You have to be very careful. And ingredients, 
high to high fructose corn syrup is no good. Ribble flavoring. Um, I think about natural flavoring, and natural flavoring is a a big market that they try to use on that organic nonsense. And I be telling people, I even I'm guilty of it. It's still. Did you know some of the ingredients that you can't even pronounce comes from not only dead animals, it comes from dead humans too? That it's very possible that you could be drinking or eating a fetus and you don't even know it? Mm-hmm. This is true. This is facts. Certain things that you eat is not necessarily what it says that it is. Chicken nuggets is mush of certain different things that you might be eating cartilage of pigs in your food. Things that you drink may contain pig ingredients in your food and you don't eat pork, but you still might subconsciously be eating pork or drinking some type of thing that comes from a pig, chicken, cow, or whatever. Beef may not even contain primarily beef. It may contain horse meat and manure and all these different things, man. I don't like lying to y'all. This is the truth. And so may be it if I may be shunned for my things that I say on this show. So be it. So I can be more closer to the most high on these different things. But I don't lie. And the only thing that I'm trying to do for you guys is I want to put the battery in your back so that you start doing more research and you start being more aware of the food choices that you make as an individual. Because America is not going to do that for you. They're not. And if you engage on a healthy lifestyle, it'll show. There's people right now that I know that eat so much meat and they eat all this toxic stuff. They look like they're 40 when they're 20-something years old. I'm in my mid-20s. Do you know someone complimented me this summer and said that I look like I'm like 21, 22 years old and I'm in my mid-20s? I'm like, bro, I'm not. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Some of them, like, I cut my beard. They was like, you look like you're 17. I'm like, whoa. This has a profound effect on the aging process and how you look. I'm not sitting here saying just because you eat meat that you are not going to look, you're going to look old. But certain things you do have in access does play a part on how your body is going to react and also how you're going to look. So think into that, family. And with that being said, I think I'm going to talk about the plan that the FDA and the food industry has been doing. A lot of people talk about they want to become vegan, they want to eat healthier, smarter, and this and third, bro. I'm not saying it's wrong for you guys to eat meat. I'm not saying it's wrong for you guys to engage on that type of lifestyle. I'm just trying to tell you to be smarter with your choices. A lot of the stuff that they drop in these advertisements and about how a lot of these companies drop ship and they say these different things like, Oh, it's organic, made with organic um, ingredients, no trans fat, and all this other stuff. I look at it and I'd be like, you you can't bullshit a bullshitter, bro. You you not you selling me false, you selling people falsehoods and 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 false dreams, okay? It's pathetic. I I'm telling you right now. The thing about it is is because people are awakening and people are starting to realize the things that's going on with the food industry. That now the food industry has to cover their ass by trying to sell you candy, basically, and trying to make it seem as if, like, no, the ingredients we have is certified, it's organic, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. You know how I know that's true? I went into an ox spot, and if you're from New York, you understand what an ox spot is. The Arabs, you know what I'm saying, that, that have, like, a grocery store practically on every corner. In the hood, but in white communities, they don't have ox spots like that. They do, but it's not to the point where it's on every corner. Excuse me for that. So I go to the ox spot. I'm just asking for napkins. Or I think I was with my mom and and my pops in the store while my little sister is like in some program, right? I go inside the store and I look at Doritos I look at the Doritos in there and it says organic or non-GMO Doritos. And I and I, I subconsciously had to ask myself towards this company and this corporation. You really think I'm stupid? You understand what I'm saying? Let, let me tell you how bad it is, family, because no one's going to tell you this. The the person that, the, what is it, the spokesperson for PepsiCo, 
because Doritos is owned by PepsiCo, if I do believe. And um, the, the, the founder or the, the person, because I had to do a project on this, an advertising project back in community, um, Bronx Community College on this. So about advertising and marketing. So I had to do research. I had to do this, that, and the third. The spokesperson or the co-founder or the person who runs PepsiCo, who's like this Indian lady with her children, she don't even eat those products, bro. And she don't let her kids eat those products. It goes back to that rap lyric that Biggie said back in the 90s. Never get high off your own supply. Sell, but don't utilize. It's the name of the game. Just like with, um, what's that movie back in 91 with Wesley Snipes? Because it made me rethink about it. And I was just like, that's ironic. That's what it this means to me. Um, what is the name of the movie? Um, it's not Boys in the Hood. It's not Boys in the Hood. That is something totally different. Okay, but y'all understand what the movie is. Wesley Snipes, Alan Payne, Ice-T, you know what I'm saying? Talking about Harlem back in 1991 and all this other stuff and about how they were selling crack, C&B, Cash Money Brothers. Y'all know what movie I'm talking about. Um, And about how they sold the crack, but they never got high off of it. And not until Alan Payne's character got high off of it. And then you had Pookie. That got that died, that got killed because he got he infiltrated the whole thing. They told they seen that he was wearing a wire. I'm subconsciously trying to make you understand something. This business is big business, bro. And the thing about it is with these food corporations, the food industry, you could be very well be a pookie. That you want to get your life together, you want to eat cleaner, and you are involved in that corporation. And they find out that you are trying to get healthy and you spreading the word to these people out here. They will kill your ass. I'm not kidding. They will kill your ass, okay? You don't need to wear no wire, this, that, and third. It's all subconscious and mental, B. That's why I say the mental is very profound on how you move. And food is, has a way of affecting your mental. Your pineal gland. Your chakras and all these different things. That's just a factor of life. I have blocked chakras, by the way. Certain ones that I do have blocked, but I'm working on it. But that's just another conversation for another episode. But I feel like I'm losing my train of thought right now. But um, they, they're trying to talk about being more careful with the ingredients and this, that, and the third. It's bullshit. And I'm telling you straight up that it's bullshit. Do what you want. I know that it's a guilty pleasure. I have a sweet tooth, so it's hard for me on certain things because I just like eating sweets. It's true. But I still like to eat things that a lot of people are uncomfortable with. Like, certain people get on that thing with black seed oil and they think it tastes disgusting. I think it tastes fine. Black seed oil, like you, the intake of black seed oil, I don't find anything wrong with black seed oil. So, I'm just putting this up to say... With the vegan life, it's about us being consciously aware of the food choices that we make and not taking no shit to, to really be indoctrinated on the things that we inherently that we know that a lot of these ingredients is poison and then trying to sell us. McDonald's is doing the same thing because McDonald's has been put under fire and they've been a guinea pig for a lot of nasty foods and all this ingredients that they put in there. They what now what they're trying to do in Sweden and they're trying to bring over to America is have vegan choices when it comes to meals. About how um something like I just think Wendy's or like White Castle is trying to come out with the impossible burger. All it is is just this high generating like I don't know how to describe it. My friend Arali told me and I he and he the term that he says makes sense. But I, I forgot the term, but it's like, basically it's just high concentration of just ingredients that's man-made that you ingest inside of your body. With the Impossible Burger for a second, I know that that's true. They take cells off of different things and they try to do specific things now where it doesn't require an animal, but they it requires the cell of an animal to make a meat product or a like meat product. It's corny as fuck to me. And then the vegan cheese. Let me, let me tell you about the vegan cheese, bro. I'm guilty of it as well. A lot of this stuff is either made out of plastic, made out of these ingredients that's so man-made, it's toxic, bro. And 
just don't be fooled on what they try to sell you at these corporations and these food places. Just make better choices. If you want to go full throttle vegan, hey, you got my blessing. If you don't want to be vegan, you want to still eat meat, you still got my blessing. Just be smarter. At least buy your meats to places that's certified and you know that they don't have all these hormones and all these uh, chemicals that they put inside of these animals that it regulates their body. You understand what I'm saying? I just want you to be aware of that because this is what they're trying to do now and that they're trying to put all these organic and non-GMO products and verified and this, that, and third and say natural flavoring as a way to this, that, and third. A lot of preservatives, a lot of flavoring that they have comes from like things like beaver's asses, um, animals' asses, animals' like throats and this, that, and third for flavoring. It's not real flavoring. It's an imitation of flavoring that they put inside of these drinks, these foods, and this, that, and a third. This is all real stuff. And for a way for you to eat healthier, just understand how your body reacts to food. I used to do that when I used to eat those cosmic brownies from the hood. And I would be itching as soon as I ate those 50 cent brownies. And I'd be like, why am I itching so bad? Like, because... Something in that damn thing is that I have a reaction to, and it's not good. Even with being a so-called vegan, I realize that I can't even eat kale. I can't eat certain vegetables because they're not good for me. And certain vegetables that you eat is not good for you because they're man-made vegetables. Be smart, people. I love you guys, and you know that I want the very best for you, even if I don't remotely even know you. I put it out into the universe that I love you and that I want you to get better with the choices that you make. I know that the, the industry doesn't care. It's just a dollar in their pocket because this country is all about capitalism. But unfortunately, but fortunately, we have the choice to make smarter decisions. So with that being said, this is this concludes the first half of finally podcasting. We're now dipping on into our second phase of finally podcasting this season, season one, in which this February, currently in February, I'm going to be switching my topics to Black Series. Black Series is all is only going to be about my people, the diaspora, and all this other stuff. I don't know what the next episode is going to be. Shit, I never know what the next episode is going to be. But you have to know that the next episode is going to be catered to us. I'm going to talk about a wide variety of topics that's going to have to deal with our people and the things that we can improve on, the things that I'm frustrated about, the things that they use on our people to make us not a great people that we are and what they we, we are the original people of the earth in this nine and third. So with that being said, after the Black Series, we're going to number it down to like maybe four or five more episodes and then we're just going to be done with the first season of Finally Podcast and I'm going to try to market it more and put it out on more circuits. But for their... But that then on, just know. And otherwise than that, piece of hair grease and I'm finally podcasting.